Coming to you live from the most powerful city in the world. Welcome to the Sideline Junkies. Sponsored by Anchor FM. Take it away, fellas. Welcome to the Tuesday Night Flight. Sponsored by the Sideline Junkies. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG. Sitting in the pilot's chair, the big responsible chair tonight. Giving you your fix of those sideline junkies. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. Start off with what happened over the weekend. Tiger Woods shot 13 under and won the Masters. His first win, I'm sorry, first major win in 11 years. So congratulations to Tiger on that. I mean, $11.5 million was the purse to the Victor Goes the Spoils, and I think that's very good spoils. I mean, I could use $11.5 million. I'm sure everybody listening could use $11.5 million. So congratulations to Tiger on that. Um, being a Tiger fan, it, it felt good because I had to peek in. I was, as if you listen to uh, the WrestleManiac Saturday, you know I was on the road, so I had to peek in here and there. Um, to find out what was going on, couldn't really sit down and watch, but happy for him, happy uh, to see a man who was on top of the world make a mistake that he admitted to and pretty much lose almost everything. Uh, battle back, body started failing, played a, a, a tournament with a torn ACL, um, the back surgeries, the multiple other surgeries that he had to have that threatened his career to see him come back and win. It's outstanding. It's a great feeling. I will say that. Um, Shannon Sharp said something. I believe it was yesterday about it. And he was talking about uh, being a Tiger Woods fan and everybody, you know, well, when Tiger said he wasn't black, I was still a Tiger Woods fan. Because that, I mean, it doesn't matter. I, I Tiger Woods got a lot of minorities interested in golf. And he pretty much changed the way golf was looked at. So, uh, just everything. I mean, this man was crucified in the media for, you know, an admitted mistake. Uh, but he was crucified. And um, even this weekend... If I'm not mistaken, that picture was accurate. It was a gentleman that had his uh, mug shot on a T-shirt as he was walking by. And it was, you know, like the greatest thing ever. I'm like, no, it's not. That's really not that great. So, hey, if that's how you want to play it. But guess what? Tiger persevered through. Jeez. Uh, 13 under. Wins the, uh, his fifth. Masters. So that's five gold. Uh, gold. Uh, it's not the Hall of Fame. That's five green jackets that he has in his repertoire. So congratulations to Tiger Woods. I mean, you earned it. You fought hard for it. I, I mean, I can't imagine it happening to a better guy. So, hey, jumping over to the NBA now. Big news. Big news. Coming out of California, DeMarcus Cousins, a.k.a. Boogie, 
has a torn left quadricep and will be out for an indefinite indefinite period. But he will begin rehab immediately. That's what uh, the Golden State Warriors said today. Um, It was a non-contact injury that happened while he was pursuing a loose ball. Last night in uh, Golden State's 135-131 loss to the Clippers, which I'll get into soon. (laughs) But, uh, um, geez, you, you hate to see something like this happen to a guy that's been through what he's been through. He just came back, like literally just came back. After tearing his Achilles last season, you know that's a year rehab. So he tore his Achilles playing for the new uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Had to do the year rehab. Comes back. He signs with Golden State over the summer one year deal. Um, pretty much he plays this right. He's going to catapult himself back into the free agent market and be a big name, make a big splash, get the contract. No. No. Uh. He'll still be a big name in the free agency, but I don't know if anybody's going to take the risk and give him a big long-term contract right now. But once he, when he's healthy, he is one of the dominant big men in the league right now. But it's just a simple fact of him being healthy. And this is, seems like a freak accident. I don't think it was anything that could be done to prevent it. So with that, hey, if Boogie ever hears this from the sideline junkies, all of us, uh, get well soon, man. Follow the doctor's orders. Come back even stronger than ever. Than ever. And and just go back to dominating. Now, speaking of the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> speaking of the Golden State Warriors. Now, they call it Tiger, Tiger Woods uh, Masters win. One of the greatest comebacks ever, or if not the greatest comeback, I'll say one of. But that comeback by the Clippers last night got a rank up there too. The Clippers were down in the third quarter by 31 points. Now, let, let, let's let's go through this real quick. At the end of the first quarter, it was 33-25 uh, 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 Golden State. At the at halftime, it was seventy three to fifty. At halftime, seventy three to fifty. That's twenty three points that you're down. The Clippers come out and they get forty four and a fourth. I'm sorry, forty four and a third. Forty one and a fourth, and shut Golden State. Down. You got uh, Sweet Lou Williams, 36 points off the bench. Uh, Montrez Harrell, 25. Gallinari, 24. I mean, they, they those guys led the way. Uh, <laughs> they say Patrick Beverly locked. Um, you got to call him prison guard Patrick Beverly because he locked Kevin Durant down. Uh, I, I wouldn't say locked him down, but he came in with 10. Um, KD still had 21, but he had a, uh, oh, I'm not going to say an okay shoot. Now he was five for eight, 11 or 12 from the line. Uh, but he had nine turnovers, nine turnovers. He had more turnovers than shot attempts in 34 minutes. 
Um, Draymond 14, Steph 29, Clay 17. Uh, of course, Boogie went out early. He only played four minutes, but he only had two. Uh, Looney played extra minutes because of the Boogie injury. Um, he scored 19. Uh, Cook 11. But they got no production. Yurepko, Bell, McKinney, uh, Evans. Well, Evans didn't had log no minutes, but the other guys, goose eggs. They got no production from the bench. Uh, Bogut, 17 minutes, three points. And now with Boogie going down, Looney and Bogut are going to have to shoulder that load. So, and Andrew Bogut is the 2005 number one, number one. And he's bounced around the league. I mean, he went from Milwaukee to Golden State to Dallas to Cleveland to the Lakers. Then he went home to Australia, played for the Kings, the Sydney Kings. And he came back uh, about a month ago to the Golden State Warriors. He won a championship with the Warriors in 2015. Um, All-rookie first team. Uh, he was the league, the NBL, which is the league that he was playing in uh, 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 in Australia. He was the most valuable player, uh, defensive player down there. But uh, he's going to have to step up. He's they, they, Him and Looney have pretty big shoes to fill. So that's what they're going to have to do. But on the other side, the Clippers – they got a not a, a, a don't say die attitude. You're down by 31 and you still battle back to come back and snatch this game. So you snatch this game from the jaws of defeat. Any other team would have just gave up and packed it in. You know, let's empty the bench. Nah, nah, they weren't having it. Uh, their bench. Um, Green gave you 13. Temple only gave you seven. Chandler only gave you two. But, I mean, Lou Williams off the bench, 36. He led the way. He led all scores with 36. If you can get just a little bit more, if they can play defense like that, and you can get a little bit more production from the bench, they have a chance to steal this series. I mean, that's just a thought. Now, Golden State's not going to be off all the time. Um, you're not going to get Kevin Durant to shoot five for eight. Steph Curry, eight for 18. Clay, six for 11. You're not going to get them to shoot like that on a regular basis. Iguodala, two for six. You're not going to get that. Uh, one for five for Iggy from three-point range. Steph was five for 11 from three-point range. Draymond, one for three. Clay, one for four, all from three-point range. KD, 0 for one. You're not going to get that every night. But you have to force them into bad shots but you also have to remember clay is going not clay i'm sorry steph will pull it as soon as he crossed half court and knock it down you got to play for that it's all about taking the film analyzing it putting it into a a, a game plan making it work and then if that's not working you got to be able to adjust that's any team across the board just my opinion so that was a hell of a game last night. Um, this playoffs period have been, and oh, that series is tied at one. Uh, this playoff, these playoffs period have been 
absolutely amazing uh, catching you up on games that today, uh, the Thunder and the Blazers at 10.30 tonight, about a half an hour from now, Portland up 1-0. Um, the Thunder just didn't, they brought it, but bad shooting game from uh, PG-13. We need playoff P. We don't need PG-13. I don't know who PG-13 is. So you need playoff P if the Thunder actually want a shot at beating the Trailblazers. So uh, what else we got? Uh, tomorrow we got the Celtics Paces. Uh, Boston's up 1-0 in that. The Bucks, my pick for the finals. I think that was everybody's pick on the sideline. Junkies for the finals. They're up on the Pistons 1-0. And they blew the Pistons out game one. Uh, Rockets, Jazz, tomorrow, 9.30, Houston up 1-0. Net 76, which I think is a good series, tied at 1. That's Thursday. Uh, Nuggets, Spurs, 1-0. I don't know why it says 1-0 in game 3. Hold on. Maybe I I missed one. But we got the Magic and the Raptors playing right now. And the Raptors are up 90-66 to at the end of the third. Uh, Spurs Nuggets is going on right now also. And the Spurs up 42-34 and San Antonio leads that 1-0. Uh, who else did I miss? Um, I think that was all my game twos because a lot of them being played tonight. And, of course, I said the Warriors and Clippers are tied 1-1. Uh, Nets 76 is 1-1. Milwaukee and the Pistons are 1-0. So those games are tomorrow. You still got one more game tonight, and that's the – Blazes Thunder. I think that's going to be a good series. So we shall see. I mean, it's any given game. I mean, if you're old enough, you've seen an eight beat a one. We've seen an eight seed go to the finals. The 1999 New York Knicks. I don't care if it was a lockout, it still happened. So the NA battled San Antonio, but San Antonio was just too much for them. So, uh, but the Bucks are looking strong. So are the Raptors. The Raptors are looking pretty good. But Kyle Lowry has to step up. Has to step up. Orlando is leading the Series 1-0. Kyle Lowry has to step up and get his man. I haven't checked the box score for that tonight. So, of course, Thursday will bring you all the box scores and the updates on the Thursday night throwdown. But I'm just... It's the second season. I'm sad that my Bulls are not there, but in due time, we don't need to be there right now. So, and all in due time, all in due time. Let's jump out, take a commercial real quick, come right back, and jump into a little NFL. A few other things, you know, see what we got cooking. So, stay tuned. Be right back. And just like that, we right back like we never left. So, said we was going to come with a little NFL. Big news. Big, big news. Russell Wilson gave the Seattle Seahawks a deadline to offer him a contract. The deadline came and went. He said he wasn't going to sign anything. The Seahawks came back with a number, and they made him an offer that he couldn't refuse. One hundred and forty million dollars 
for a four-year extension for Russell Wilson. Makes him the highest paid player in the league. $65 million signing bonus. $107 million of the total is guaranteed. And that's an average salary of $35 million a year. At the time of the signing, the deal was the highest paid contract, most total guaranteed, and biggest signing bonus in NFL history. Russell Wilson secured the bag. Now, anybody that, you know, feels that Russ didn't deserve this. Now, before we jump into that, his base salary going into 2019 is $17 million with a 6.2 signing bonus from, you know, this will be paid out this year. Uh, he's a $25 million cap hit for the team. But this extension locks him up until 2024. So that's 2020, 21, 22, 23. And going to 2024, he'll be 35 and an unrestricted free agent. Russ secured the bag. Here's his stats. Russell Wilson, 112 games played, 112 games started. He has not missed a game. So durability. Number one key. Number one key. Now, mind you, Russ was a third-round pick, right? He was picked. He should have been picked here, but they slept him and, and, and didn't pick him. Uh, third round, 2012, number 75. Okay? So, Russ has played 112 games. Hasn't missed a start. Hasn't missed a game. 2,095 completions on 3,261 attempts. That's a 64% completion rate. Uh, 25,000 yards total passing. 25,624. 7.9 yards per pass. 196 yard, uh, excuse me, 196 total touchdowns passing with 63 interceptions. But the one number looking at his career stats that kind of stands out to me is the 299 sacks. Uh, he's been sacked his entire career no less than 33 times a season. Since 2012, is, and this is in order from 2012 all the way to 2018, 33, 44, 42, 45, 41, 43, and a, his career high 51 sacks last season. But he only threw seven interceptions. I mean, he doesn't, he makes great decisions. But they have to put a line in front of Russ. He cannot keep, you can't pay a quarterback this type of money and expect for him to run for his life. No, you have to build around him. You have to give him the receivers, the running game, but most importantly, the line that's going to keep him upright. Like, I don't want to see. I'm not even a Seahawks fan, but I don't want to see Russ getting sacked no more than 15 to 20 times this season. I mean, that's just being real. Uh, career uh, QB rating, 100.3. Uh, he's ran the ball 645 times in his career for 3,651 yards, 5.7 yards per carry. 16 rushing touchdowns. Um, he's fumbled 66 times over his career. Um, only lost 18 of them. It's no way that Russ should not be one of the highest paid players in the league. 
but hey, he is the highest paid player. He's made the playoffs 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16. The only year he didn't make the playoffs was 2017. 13 playoff games, uh, 62% completion percentage, 3,010 yards, uh, 21 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. He was sacked 38 times, all you know, in playoffs, 94.5 QB rating. And don't forget, won the Super Bowl. What did he win the Super Bowl? 2015, I believe it was. Super Bowl, so 48, I believe that was. Six-time Pro Bowler, Pro Bowl Offensive MVP in 2015, uh, Passer rating leader in 2015. Touchdowns leader in 2017. He was the NFL Rookie of the Year for Pepsi and Pro Football Focus. RG3 was the Rookie of the Year for the NFL. Uh, In college, he was first team all Big Ten in 2011. First team all ACC in 2008. And second team all ACC in 2010. Not only that. He's a baseball player. He's with the Trenton. His baseball rights, excuse me, is held by the Trenton Thunder of the AA, which is an affiliate of the New York Yankees. So, of course, I'm being a Yankee fan. I'm not. I have no problem with Russell Wilson being in the organization. So, congratulations to him on securing the bag. Uh, the guaranteed money is where it's at right now. It seems like that's the the, the big thing in football. Um more and more guaranteed money. More and more. More and more. Guaranteed. 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 Uh, no, I take that back. That was 2013 they won the Super Bowl. Jeez. That was 20, I thought it was 2015. Oh, sorry. 2013 they won the Super Bowl and went back to Super Bowl in 2014, which is a Super Bowl loss that um, I guess they don't talk about very much, but that was the pass on on the goal line that was picked off against the Patriots instead of running the ball but it happened can't change history so once again congratulations to Russell hey man that guaranteed money by NFL contracts not being fully guaranteed the higher the guaranteed money the more you know you're able to put away in the bank so when the sun's not shining anymore, meaning the career is over. You don't have a job. You're not getting up to go play every every week. You're not going to practice every day, and the money has stopped. You got something to fall back on when you invest your money very well. So that's a good job by him. I, I'm hoping that one day in the very near future, the NFL will get on the same page with MLB uh, as far as guaranteed contracts as well as the NBA with guaranteed contracts. I mean, if you sign a non-guarantee, you sign a non-guarantee, but if you sign a, a standard contract, guess guaranteed money. I mean, you got teams that are paying guys uh, two and three years after they out, out of the league, and but they're still getting their money. They may not be getting it in the, the increments that they were used to getting it to, but you're still getting your money. Hey, MLB, look at uh, Bobby Bonilla. Every year we celebrate Bobby Bonilla Day. Bobby Bo ain't played in the MLB 
Has it been 20 years since he's played, but he's still getting paid by the Mets? At one point in time, he was getting paid by the Mets and the Orioles. At the same time, every July 1st, if I'm not mistaken. Not only that, he works for the Mets and their organization and gets paid from them a a regular check. But they got to cut him a check, I believe, until, what, is it 2024 or 2034? But either way, he's got guaranteed bread coming in because of that money, that contract that he signed. Uh, How long ago was that? But anyway. If the uh, the 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 if the NFL can get on that same page where if you're not going to play the duration of the contract, we cut you. Yeah, we'll take a slight cap hit, but you can lower that cap hit. But I still got to pay you. Now, as far as Bobby Bonilla, uh, from '92 to '94, for y'all youngsters that don't know who Bobby Bo was or is. He was the highest paid player in the league from 92 to 94, earning more than $6 million per year. Since 2009, Bobby Bo has been paid approximately $1.19 million by the New York Mets each year and is the poster boy for mutually beneficial, for the mutually beneficial practice among MLB teams of deferring contractual payments until well after the player has retired. So he gets 25 payments every July 1st. And that's Bobby Bonilla Day. It was part of the deal made when the Mets released Bobby Bonilla before the 2000 season. This is 2019. They released him before the 2000 season. 19 years. Still owing him $5.9 million for the final year of his contract. The deal expires in 2035, at which point Bobby Bonilla would have been paid $29.8 million for a season, season in which he didn't even play for the Mets. So he was only owed 5.9. Once this deal expires. Now this is interest rate and all that. 29 million. Close to 30 freaking million dollars he made. See, that's what I'm saying. Now, 25 years. Well, I'm sorry, 25 payments. But after... It happens. He's still getting money. He's still getting $1.19 million every year. See, if the NFL got on that same train, it would be a totally different game. Like with the Redskins and Alex Smith. He signed that contract. We don't know if Alex is going to play ever again. And me personally, I'd rather him take care of his health than worrying about playing. So, excuse me, with that being said, that cap hit, instead of us taking that cap hit in that short amount of time of three to four years, defer that money out. So no matter what Alex Smith doing, every new league year, Alex Smith got a check coming in from the Redskins. And you tack, you, you, you come up with it. You, you tack on the interest. But you got a set thing. Uh, I'm sorry, a set payment schedule. Every new league year, Alex Smith gets uh what was it? It was a total of uh ninety-four million dollars. Uh how much is guaranteed? Seventy-four. Oh, let me make sure. But either way, you set it up where he gets money. 
four-year contract with the team. Oh, geez, now I can't find it. Hold on. But if they do it like that, you're setting guys up long-term. Uh, he subsequently signed a four-year, $94 million contract extension with the team. So he signed an extension. Um, you set him up. Say, hey, Alex, this is what we're going to do. We have to take and we have to pay you over the amount of X amount of years. Bang. But it's guaranteed money, and it's not hurting the team. The team can still feel good players, but it's not hurting the team financially. See what I'm saying? If they get on with that, it works. Guaranteed contracts in football, you're doing a lot of damage to your body. Playing football, but you're not getting the rewards unless you're very smart with money, number one. Number two, you got the type of contract where the guaranteed money is enough that you can put that money away and, and be all right. Number three, you got endorsements out the yin-yang. Like Rob Gronkowski said, he's never cashed a game check. He's been living off of his endorsements. Everybody doesn't have endorsements like that. You have to set these guys up, and it has to be across the board thing, top to bottom. But that's just my thought. I mean... I, I didn't even have that on the list tonight. So, but still, I, I think that's a a, a a good idea to think about. I mean, any questions, comments about it? Sideline Junkies twenty four seven at gmail dot com. Sideline Junkies on Instagram and Twitter. Hit the DMs. Let me know what you think. If you agree with me, you agree with me. You don't. Please break it down and tell me why you don't agree. I mean, I think it would be a good idea. In the NFL, if you did the same thing that the MLB did, let's say you got to cut a guy, but he's, you know, his cap hit, if you cut him, you owe him $13 million. Like right now, if we cut Josh Norman, we'll, I think we'll owe him $11 million. But he'll, that cap hit will count, I believe, the, the following season all at once. I'd rather him say, you know, okay, give me $19 million. Over the next 10 years. But you're giving me yearly increments. Of that 19 million. Flat rate. There it is. But it's not hurting the team. So. Alright. Just my thought. Let's wrap this up. Get up out of here. Because I didn't give y'all financial advice. That seemed kind of weird. But it's a thought. Um, Before we get out of here. My caps got blanked. I'll, let me rephrase that. Our caps got blanked. Uh, yesterday 5-0. By the Hurricanes. Um, they're still leading the series 2-1. Still trying to defend Lord Stanley's Cup. Uh, Ovi. <laughs> I can't even pronounce the guy's name. But he initiated the slashing. He wanted to initiate the fight with Ovi. Ovi dropped the gloves. Bang, 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 bang. He's out. They had to help him off the ice. You don't put your hands up at Ovi. Ovi's been in D.C. too long. That's a mo Ass whooping. And yeah, I said it. That's a mo ass whooping. So, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, that was the highlight for the Caps. Obi dropping the, the young rookie who didn't know no better. But hey, you live and you learn, kid. Uh, Caps go game four. Uh, where we at? Game four should be when? 
Thursday, 7 p.m., uh, which is the 18th, yeah. So that's game four. Hopefully the Caps can pull that one out, come on back, win that thing in five, and go sit back and wait for the next round. So, well, didn't pick nobody up on this ride, a good solo ride. I thank everybody for joining me tonight for this ride. Um, thank thank you for letting the sideline junkies into your your homes, your car, your workspace, your workout, wherever you listen to us at. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, and I say that for myself and the guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Whether you listen to the Tuesday night flight, the Thursday night throwdown, or the Saturday night WrestleManiacs, whichever one you listen to, or if you listen to all of them, sideline junkies, thank you. So I am KG. This has been another Sideline Junkies episode, Tuesday Night Flight. I don't do no overtime. I'm out of here. This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas, Sideline Junkies 24-7 at gmail.com Junkies out